Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. What is up, Waffle Gang? I do hope you are well. My name is Mark, and today we're checking out some more r slash am I the butthole. If you'd like to skip the initial waffle, timestamps are in the description and along a timeline below. But if you are new here, please consider hitting that like, that subscribe, maybe that notification bell too. And let's get straight in to today's stories. Poppy sends her love as well. Much love, guys. Now, our first story comes from, am I the asshole for medical? Am I the asshole for refusing to let my daughter get surgery? Throw away because some of my family use Reddit. Hi all, I, female 30, have been dealing with chronic medical issues all my life. I married my 33 husband, L, a few years ago and had my daughter, A, five soon after. When I was pregnant with A, I warned that it would be difficult due to my issues and that that she would likely have some passed on from me. I accepted this and I expected it. She was delivered and was a beautiful baby girl who didn't have any of my issues at the time. However, as she got older, it became more apparent that she inherited my medical problems, one of which has an optional surgery that could negate it entirely. It's also possible to live with it instead of choosing to operate, but the surgery will eliminate it. I have some trauma with hospitals in general. I've had to be in and out of them my entire life and it's left some deep wounds. It's awful to spend your formative years stuck in a sterile room with an IV and in pain. I spent some time in therapy for it, but I still hate them. The surgery that would remove the problem is covered by insurance, so money isn't a problem. However, it's a long recovery period and I don't want my daughter to have to suffer through that. I've told Elle and I don't want her to have to go through the lengthy process of recovery. He disagrees and has asked my family members to knock some sense into me. His words, not mine. It's become a big point of contention between us and I refuse to budge. So, am I the arsehole? Edit for those who want to know. She has radiola synostosis in both arms. She'd have to spend weeks in cast with both arms. Well, the way I see this one, and I'm not sure if I'm wrong in saying it, is that this is more your issue than daughter's in the fact that, you know, the trauma with the hospitals that you said in general, because you've been in and out of them all your life due to this condition, and it's left some deep wounds. So for one, if your daughter did have the surgery, it would stop her going through the same thing you went through from going in and out all her life. Sure, she's got a long recovery period ahead of her, but she won't be going in and out and suffered from what you did. And it sounds like you haven't had a great time. So why would you want your daughter to go through that when, you know, you could cut it out again with the long recovery period? Let's not forget about that. That is obviously an issue. But you're stopping her from having lifelong trauma and having to go in and out of hospital all her life as well, from what I'm gathering here. So, yes, I think you would be the arsehole if if you didn't go through with it. And I know saying surgery around children is like a a massive thing and it's probably a really, really scary thing for OP as well. But I think they need to do what's best for their child at this particular moment. And I think the surgery would be the best option to take that, to take away her issues again with a lengthy recovery period. 
and I hadn't heard of this before, so I did a quick Google just to find out what it is, and just in case you were interested as well, and I'm probably pronouncing it totally wrong, so please forgive the pronunciation, but radio ulnar synostosis is a rare condition where there is an abnormal connection between the radius and ulnar bones of the forearm. This can be present at birth, congenital, when it is a result of failure of the bones to form separately or following an injury, post-traumatic. But I am going to go with a you're the arsehole on this particular one and we'll move on to the comments to see what they say with Rangila Ri saying, you're the arsehole, you decided to have a baby when you knew that this would or could happen. You wanted to live a life with it because of your trauma. Yeah, you're the arsehole. You also should have thought about this before having biological children. God knows how long you will let this kid suffer because of your trauma. Also, don't have another child if you're going to treat them like this. Edit, wow, this blew up and thanks for the awards. OP, glad you realized that surgery is better for your daughter and I hope you work through your own trauma. And MM172 says, you're the arsehole. She may have inherited your medical condition. She did not inherit your feelings about hospitals and in no way, shape or form is it okay to insist that she suffer unnecessarily because she might not enjoy what the recovery process entails. Mulberry says, you're the arsehole. Why would you want your child to suffer through their entire life with a medical problem that could easily be resolved by surgery? Sure, the recovery period is long, but it will alleviate her from having to deal with the problem for her entire life. I'm a parent too, and if I could get my child a surgery rather than have them suffer with a condition for their whole lives, I would definitely go with the surgery. I understand you have some trauma with hospitals, but this isn't about you. This is about your daughter and her overall quality of life. And Lively Sally says, you're the arsehole. You honestly just sound like you don't want your daughter to not have that problem. Now, what do you guys make of our first story today? What are your thoughts and what would you have done in that situation? Let me know your thoughts in the comments below and we'll move on to the next story. And our next story is from No A Day More. Am I the asshole for telling my sister if she can't curb her kids' selfish eating, they aren't welcome to dinner at my home? My sister has two sons, ages 11 and 8. They have always had issues with being, as I call it, selfish eaters. Let me explain what I mean by that. We have regular family dinners. Everyone takes turns. Most people serve food on the table for everyone to take. Well, her boys attack the food and take much more than they ever eat and then they let it go cold or they will eat little pieces of everything, leaving it uneatable for others. I started to serve everyone plates of food to try and combat this, but they will take food off other people's plates. My sister will watch and say nothing and they just stick their tongue out if I say anything. It's worse at their own house where they will sometimes just pull the whole plates over to them and refuse to give anyone something till they've decided what they want. I've spoken to my sister many times. I gave her three warnings and warned her she was coming close to the limits. Well, I had everyone over for dinner last weekend. My older nephew ended up taking food off my daughter's plate, off my father's plate, my husband's and my younger nephew took food off everyone's plate. He was running around taking what he wanted and making a huge mess in the process. I told my sister when dinner was over that they were not going to be invited anymore. She called me a bitch and said her sons deserve more, that I'm excluding them for petty reasons. I told her I also wouldn't go to her house, that I always leave hungry anyway. She told me only an arsehole would make this big a deal about food, that we can always just get more. Am I the arsehole? Nah, and straight away, this is a not the arsehole from me, just because no one wants to be around that kind of behavior. No one wants 
kids dipping their fingers into your food man that is nasty <laughs> your little nephews and nieces or whatever i wouldn't want my nieces and nephews coming over to my plate and sticking their hands in my food absolutely not i mean like two three-year-olds little toddlers coming up to you wanting to take food that's one thing but an 11 and an eight-year-old hell no <laughs> absolutely not the asshole from my point of view but Econ Finn says, not the arsehole. Your sister is teaching her kids that no one else's hunger or needs matter. It is a dangerous way to parent in my opinion. Moda Gamer says, not the arsehole. Your sister needs to teach her children better. If it was just a case of overeating, this would be a different story. But it seems the kinds don't even really eat all the food they take. They just have impulse and behavior issues and your sister is refusing to admit it. Celia Soda says, not the arsehole. Nobody wants to be around feral children. And Abba Zabba says, not the arsehole. This behavior is unacceptable. And it's not about whether there's enough food to go around or not. It's about your sister's refusal to teach and enforce BFM, basic fucking manners, as a parent. I phased out limited time spent or straight ghosted parent friends whose kids were unbearable to be around because of their poor parenting. Since this is family, cutting them out isn't an option. You addressed the problem directly and gave her plenty of time to attempt to correct the behavior. She refused, you held your ground. Good job. And we'll have one more cheeky one from Scrap Queen who says, nope, not the arsehole. And seriously, someone should have at least smacked these kids' hands. They are lucky someone didn't stab them with a fork. Their boorish behavior is unacceptably rude. Don't invite them anymore. Now, what would you do if you had an 11 and an eight year old coming up to you, sticking their fingers in your food, trying to take it? I tell you what, if it was chicken, waffles or cake, <laughs> there'd be trouble. <laughs> now let me know what your thoughts are in the comments below and we'll move on to the next story. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. And our next story comes from Throw Me Far, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Am I the asshole for telling my boyfriend I can't afford to feed his kids right now? Hi Reddit, I really need the unbiased opinion of internet strangers and accept any and all judgment. For context, my boyfriend, 36 male, and my son and I, 36 female, live together and for the moment, I am the main breadwinner. Boyfriend pays his portion of the rent and then I pay for everything else, food, utilities, my portion of the rent, fuel, basically everything else. And I have to budget like crazy to cover everything. I don't have a great salary either, but better than his. He's working on bettering his situation and I support us with an open heart. No resentment and no expectations on repayment. He has two kids from a previous relationship that visit us semi-regularly when he's off work. So onto the issue. Last week, he kind of sprung it on me that his kids were coming to stay the night. I asked him nicely to let me know sooner next time so that I could work on my money situation. 
I reworked some things to feed all of us and everything is good. I made a buttload of pancakes. What? <laughs> Yesterday he tells me they are coming again. I think this is his ex asking and I ask if it's after I get paid. He said no it's not. I say as gently as I can that it's not the end of the month and I can't really afford two extra mouths right now. I'm having to borrow to make ends meet for the week as it is. He blows up, says he doesn't see his kids and it's not my responsibility and he'll sell his car for money if he has to. I love him and I love his kids but the reality of the situation is that I can literally not feed them two right now. I know it's just two kids and a few extra meals but it's the reality of our situation and one of the kids is a preteen that eats more than I do some days and that's okay. Please bear in mind that boyfriend has no money at all for extra anything. Am I the arsehole for saying I'm not able to accommodate his kids right now? But Mercury Jellyfish says, not the arsehole. You can't spend money you don't have. True. And Worry About You says, not the arsehole. Quick question. If he acknowledges that they're not your responsibility, exactly why is he mad? It just seems like he and the children's mother want to bum off you and dump their kids in your lap whenever they want with no lip from you. That's not the kid's fault, but it's not your problem either. Worry about you and your baby. Budget for you and your baby. He's a grown man. What exactly does he budget for? You should seriously rethink whether or not you want the rest of your life to look like this. I don't think your boyfriend actually wants things to change. He seems just fine springing shit on you like you don't have enough to deal with by yourself. By the way, does he ever help you with a kid or is he just piling shit onto you with no help whatsoever? Even when he doesn't have his kids. Edit, my question is a rhetorical one. I do know exactly why he's mad. He's being confronted with his own uselessness and he doesn't like it. OP replies, pretty much everything is up to me to figure out. He'd be willing to help me with my kid, but my kid is mine and his dad's responsibility. And I don't ask unless I have no other options. He has just finished his studies and is job hunting for the new field at the moment. He used to pay child support before he got the shitty job he has now. His car is also not working, so I take him to work and stuff. An organic extension says, not the arsehole. What are you supposed to do? Sell blood or your eggs to feed his kids? They're his responsibilities. I'm guessing he doesn't pay child support either. How does a grown man who has a job and only pays half rent can't have money to buy his kids food when they come like one day a week or less? I think he's taking advantage of you. If he sells his car, will he be able to go to work? Will the money last? Or will he spend it once to buy groceries and then into whatever he spends his goddamn money on? I'm calling Freeloader here. And one more from Wu-Tang29 saying, not the asshole, those kids are his responsibility. Maybe if you guys were married, it would be a different story, but he should start looking for a higher paying job. Love a bit of Wu-Tang Clan. Anyway, what do you guys make of this story? Let me know your thoughts in the comments below and we'll move on to another one. And this next story is from purepineapple9191. Am I the arsehole for telling my cousin they will have to pay rent? A friend told me to post here since I'm getting a 50-50 on this issue. Backstory I, 31 female, purchased my three-family home from our grandparents four years ago, well below market value. My grandparents wanted to retire to Florida and wanted to keep their house in the family. The house was worth a lot more than I could afford alone. So I talked to my cousins and said, hey, if we're going to purchase it, we can fix it up and rent it out. We could then split the rent seven ways for residual income. They all turned me down and said they didn't want the old shitty house. I spoke with my grandparents and expressed interest. They offered to sell it to me for way less than market value and I could use the remaining money to renovate. 
I decided to rent the top two apartments for a reasonable price and live in the smallest unit. My little brother and his friends live on my first floor. They pay less than market rent. Two months ago, my top floor tenant let me know she wouldn't be renewing her lease in October since her fiance got a job offer in another state and they are expecting. The issue. One of the cousins I had gone to found out and wants to move out of her small two-bedroom apartment and into a four-bedroom so her and her husband and son can have more space. Both their jobs will remain from home and they want offices. I said sure and offered her $250 below market value. She got irritated and started ranting that I shouldn't ask her to pay anything because this is a family home. I said myself and little brother pay to live here. She said that's not her problem, that I owed it to her since I stole the house. She then threatened to take me to court and rally up the other cousins and say that I got the house through fraud and our grandparents weren't in the right mind. She said the only way she wouldn't is if I let her live there rent-free and they want to move or I pay them her share of the house. I laughed and told her that she could now either pay the market value or stay in a tiny ass overpriced apartment or pay market rate somewhere else. She then said that I was a money hungry bitch. So I told her, stay cramped bitch and hung up. She has now told the whole family and is trying to get all the cousins involved to sue me for their fair share of the house worth. The family is split with some saying she can kick rocks and others saying I shouldn't be charging family rent as I got the house for extremely cheap. Even my friends are divided because on paper it looks like I did take advantage, but I'm not sure. Honestly, I could afford for everyone to live there rent free and they only pay utilities, but I don't want to. So, am I the asshole? Now, number one on this one is that you gave them the offer to begin with that, you know, they could all do this together and earn some money from it. They all turned it down. So this is on them. This is your house now. And two, do you want someone like that who's willing to go to these lengths to be living under your roof? Hell no. That person is a right asshole. Absolutely not the asshole for me. Not the asshole at all. But under Chinese says, not the asshole. Sounds like a lot of extortion in threatening a lawsuit unless you concede free concessions, doesn't it? I'd start the process of calling a lawyer right about now. Was she dumb enough to write this extortion down through text? And Candy Lula says, not the asshole. You offered to share the purchase of the house and everyone refused. It is now your house to do with as you please. Your cousin sounds like a freeloading asshole and I think it would cost her more in legal fees to try and take it from you than the house is worth. Mama Guy says, don't let your cousin move in. She will be a nightmare. An essay replies to this one said, not the asshole and definitely this. You will never get them out and it will cause World War III in your family. Get the notarized letter from grandpa saying he sold you the house free and clear of any family obligations and stop renting to anyone below market value. Run it like a business or this type of behavior from family will never stop. You can even send a text to all the cousins who are contacting you saying, stop contacting me about the house. You were already asked and refused to be a part of the contract I made to buy the house from grandparents. Just to be clear, the house belongs to me alone and I will not discuss renting to cousins any longer given her threats. And one more from not my name who says not the arsehole. She chose not to participate in the purchase. She doesn't get to demand freebies for it now. If your grandparents are still hale and hearty, it might be worth checking with a lawyer to see if a sworn statement that they bloody well knew what they were doing when they sold you the house for the price they did might nip the cousin's threats in the bud. And seriously, no matter what, you need to take option one off the table. Do you really expect some self-centered arsehole like her to regularly pay rent if she does move in? 
you'll be neck deep in eviction proceedings and trying to recoup damages when she accidentally trashes the place. Before you know it, if you let any of the members of the team entitlement ever move in, no matter what rent level you charge them. Now, what do you guys make of this story and what do you make of all of today's stories? As always, I would love to hear them in the comments below if you do have a moment of your time to share. Thank you so much for your love, support and time towards the channel. It means the absolute world and you change things for me all the time. And I always should mention as well, we do have a Discord channel. If you haven't heard of Discord before, it's just like a chat thing where our community gets together and just discusses various things in life. You know, the chaos of life these days. Anyway, if you look below, you'll see my LinkedIn tree link. If you click that, then there'll be a link to the Discord in there. Feel free to come get involved. Love to have you there. Much love to you, and I'll see you in the next one. <laughs> bye bye. deserves the best and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.